All right, everybody, welcome back to the Agents of Comic Book Podcast. I am Paul. And I'm Eric. That's right, and we're back here. Uh, this week we're going to be starting a new series. We're finally getting going on our Wonder Woman series that we've had planned for almost a year now. Yeah, six months coming. <laughs> That's right, we're finally getting into it because uh, we've talked about it on the last couple episodes. They are finally releasing uh, Wonder Woman 1984 coming up uh, on Christmas Day, actually. So we're going to be building up to that over the next uh, four weeks here. Yeah, not just that, but every Warner Brothers movie yeah. like next year is coming out on HBO Max. Yeah, we didn't get a nuts. chance to talk about that part yet because that was announced uh, last week i think did you see how pissed amc theaters is well i can imagine like yeah. they, they're they like trying to figure out if they can sue or not because they, it's <laughs> like they're, they're like no we're gonna lose so much money if you do that like you cannot do this yeah well and it's like well uh, fuck tough, yeah tough shit <laughs> <laughs> it's the way she goes yeah it's that or fucking risking uh you know disease or right. a virus but that's the that's the uh the interesting part is now we can actually see all these movies that we yeah. assumed that we were just never going to watch, you know, for like three or four years. Yeah, which uh, I'm happy about, but at the same time, like, obviously, I'd, I'd prefer it to be the theater experience still, but obviously that's... But it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen right now. So unless you want to sit on these movies for another year. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So I'd rather just get... I'd rather just watch them. Have you seen one. all the people just, like, shitting on Tenet and, like watching it just in ridiculous ways like yeah i thought it was garbage and they're just like watch on their cell phone like in the bathroom and it's just i watched like, it on my smart toaster yeah it's like oh man christopher nolan's gotta be so pissed i just imagine him like in a room by himself just raging like <laughs> yeah honestly i mean he, he fucking pushed so hard to get his movie like put out in theaters like he's like i don't care if people die do it anyway yeah i mean if scorsese can put a movie out on netflix i think it's pretty much fair game for everyone else yeah that's what's the big problem who cares that's literally just the way things are gonna yeah, be is how things are gonna be like, regardless of if the coronavirus had happened or not, eventually, I think that would have happened. Oh, definitely. Yeah, like, because digital streaming is just, like, way more, like, that's what people, in, like, do way more often than going to see anything. Yeah, totally. Um, but, yeah, so it's cool. We'll be able to watch, like, a lot of the superhero movies that we didn't think we were going to watch for a while. Like, Wonder Woman, for example, we're finally able to start that right now. Yep. Uh, Suicide Squad coming up in August, I think. Um, we'll be uh, able yeah. to do that one, yep, too. Yep, that'll now. be out. Yep, so I'm excited. We'll actually get to uh, get back on track. Are there any Godzilla or King Kong comics? Yeah, uh, I'm almost positive there has Because I'm be. pumped for that movie. Yeah, well, yeah, that could be an option as well. I still haven't seen the um, uh, the Skull Island yet, though. The Brie Larson one. Yeah, that was the one out of those new Godzilla movies I that I pretty good. I liked the most. Yeah, 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 that one I enjoyed. Yeah, uh, I've more, heard they're pretty good. Yeah, I enjoyed that more than like the Godzilla 2 that came out recently. Or not was recently, that the one with Brian Cranston? Yeah. Okay. Kind of. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was in the end, like, the first 15 minutes. Yeah, spoiler. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that'd be cool. I mean, I I, uh, I I have a thing for those kaiju movies. It's a oh, soft yeah. spot for me. So for sure. I would be interested in that. Um, but yeah, so that'll, that'll open up our schedule. Because, I mean, if this is the first episode you're joining us on. Uh, I mean, this is what we used to do uh, during, like, our first, like, it didn't last long for, like, yeah. the first, like, three or four months of our podcast. That yep. was going to be the original premise, was <laughs> that as a, a movie was upcoming, like a comic book adaptation, usually a lot of comic book readers will take that opportunity, like, in the month building up to it, to just catch up on some comic runs from that character, just mm -hmm. to hype themselves up. Yep. Like, I used to do that all the time before, like, a, a movie would come out, like, a superhero, especially one I hadn't, like, wasn't that familiar with. Yeah, yeah. I would spend like that couple weeks leading up to the movie, like reading up on them and figuring out like all the little things about them. And then by the time the movie came out, I was like, oh, it's that thing. Yeah, it's just I became up Leo. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> uh, so it's fun to do that. So I I'm excited that we get the, the chance to actually do that again. Uh, we haven't been able to do that since Birds of Prey way back at the beginning of the year before the pandemic started. So yeah, it's been a long time coming. I'm excited for it. Yep. Because uh, we had this Wonder Woman series planned back in February. So um, we get to finally do that. Yep. Um, if this is your first time joining us, I do want to also call out the 
that you can find us on Twitter over at Agents of Podcast. That's where you can see like things that you know if you want to read ahead on these books before we do them, that's a good place to catch up. We usually try to announce the book, the upcoming book during the episode. Like we'll yeah. announce what we're going to be reading at the end of this episode. Uh, but if you want to just catch up or just see like uh, also that's where we'll post like images that we talk about on here because this is unfortunately just an audio medium. Yep. Uh, we're not going to record you seeing. We're not going to put up a camera and let you guys see our stupid faces <laughs> while we do this podcast. Yeah. I mean, um, some podcasts do do that, but yeah, it's not worth it. Yeah, you guys don't want to see us down no, there, no. trust me. We have faces for radio. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but that's going to be uh, so yeah, follow us on Twitter. We do also oh, one more thing. We do also have a Patreon over at yes. patreon.com slash agents of comic book. If you ever want to request an episode, that is always an option. Uh, you can, for at, at the $5 level, you can put in a request for a single episode. Uh, if you want to just have us like foray into that for uh, for one week, uh, or if you want to request up to a three part series, you can join at the uh, as the ten or the fifteen dollar now. I can't remember. I think it's the ten dollar level. You get a three part series. Yeah. Um. If not, hold me to that. I said it on radio. <laughs> uh. But you can uh, request up to a three part series. Uh. Usually we we put that in there so that way you have an opportunity to have us dig deeper into a single run. Yeah. But you can also use it as a way to just mix and match and have us read three different things if you want to. Yeah, exactly. One thing. Little grab bag. Yeah. It's your, it's your time. You so do what you like with it. Yep. Um, we, we do hold the, the right to veto if it's something that we won't veto it if we think it's bad. It's just usually if it's from like a creator, we really don't want to support or talk about. That's usually the only time we'll veto it. Yeah, there's a few. Yeah, there's a couple on, on my no-go list. But, yeah, uh, definitely. Um, but yeah, so that, that that's uh, an opportunity there. If you ever want to see us cover something, we'll have uh, some open time coming up in uh, in January. Um, actually, I think January might be a, a booked because of that Vision show. We haven't talked about that yet. Vision oh, comes out right, on January yeah. 15th. So we're going to be doing that for at least two weeks in January. I don't think I've ever read anything with Vision in it. I already know what we're going to read. It's uh, by Steve Englehart. It's uh, uh, it's called The Vision and the Scarlet Witch or Scarlet Witch and the Vision. I can't and remember. And that's what it looks like the show is going to be heavily based yeah, off. Yeah. Okay. So that, that's where like the kids come from that they show in the trailer uh, and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. So it, that'll be mainly what it's based on, I think. Gotcha. So that's what we'll be reading. That's from uh, the late 80s, I believe. Okay. So we'll be getting into some, uh, some 80s, uh, more 80s Marvel like we did a few weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, but that'll bring us to what we're doing this week. We're getting into Wonder Woman. We've kind of been spending some time in the DC Universe again. We were Marvel for a little while there, but now we're getting back into this side of things. Oh, yeah. Uh, we just got done doing a two-week series on Batman, so I figured this story that we're going to read today would be a good little transition episode. <laughs> I was going to say, it's like a segue. Right, as we're going into the Wonder Woman, because <laughs> this is going to be uh, uh, a short story called the Hecatea. I believe I'm saying that right now. I, again, I could be wrong because I'm an idiot. It's definitely not Hecate because that's a no, different that's a thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, that's like Wonder Woman fights Hecate. Yeah, that's a thing. that's, a, that's yeah. like a, a demon goddess or whatever. Yeah, so I think this is the Hecatea or the Hecatea. It yeah, because be it's one. not like an actual. It's not like it's an actual Gre- being. It's it's more. No, like it's, like a, it's like a Greek tradition, is what yeah, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, it's basically like a custom or a yeah. uh, ritual. Um, because it opens up with uh, with Diana like in her apartment. This is the start of the Greg Rucka run. Um, it doesn't say exactly when this takes place, but it seems like she does have her job as like uh, an ambassador here. Yeah, for which, sure. Which is where the whole Greg Rucka run like that it uses that as its basis. Okay, like that's Wonder Woman's like day job. Is she's an ambassador for Themyscira. Um So God, she that would have been such a cooler idea for the show. Right? Like, instead of her being a, an undercover secretary. Um, yeah, right, exactly. Spoilers. <laughs> Although, um, the I was actually reading some of the Golden Age Wonder Woman uh, recently. Just to, oh, yeah. Because I've actually heard it's one of the Golden Age books that most people, like, highly recommend. Oh, like, really? Like, it was actually super groundbreaking and, like, ages surprisingly well in a lot of a lot of, a lot of places. Okay. There's also a lot of bondage in it. Oh, interesting. Um, <laughs> was it Chris Claremont? No, well, surprisingly. <laughs> No, that this is this, Chris Claremont was probably reading Wonder Woman, being like, "Huh? <laughs> yeah, what do you know? Yeah, right. Bondage. I'm not <laughs> the only one." <laughs> 
I think some of these things we see in that Wonder Woman TV show, we'll talk about this later on, come yeah. from the Golden Age Wonder Woman. Okay. Like, I looked and her, her nurse persona is from the Golden Age. Oh, okay. And like cool. the whole like secretary persona is from the Golden Age. Okay, so, so they actually did pull something. Some, oh, they, they actually yeah. pulled that from someone. Exactly. Cool. So they, they did the research okay. on that show, yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, the, the, the short story we're going to be reading today starts with, like I said, Diana. Like she's in like her uh, her office that she has here. It's like uh, kind of cool looking. It's got a bunch of like uh, like uh, Greek statues and like different like memorabilia and art and things that she has. Yep. Um, oh, I should mention the creative team if we're going to talk about the art. Uh, oh yeah. Written by Greg Rucka. We've done one Greg Rucka book so far on this podcast. We actually opened up with it. He did yeah. The, he did the first book that we uh, ever covered on this podcast, which was Batwoman. Yep. It's a great uh, run. So yeah, we're coming back to uh, Greg Rucka now, and then we have pencils by uh, J. G. Jones, who also does the the cover art. For that that you know that infamous cover of just like the boot on Batman's helmet. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, we do have uh, inks by Wade von uh, Grob- Grobadger and colors by Dave Stewart. We talked about him many times. I uh, love Dave Stewart. Oh yeah. Um, you, like I, I always I look back and anytime I see he was the colors, I'm like, oh, that the whole, makes the whole thing makes sense. Now. Yeah, it looks so familiar. <laughs> yeah, like going through this, like this looks like a Hellboy book to me. Totally, yeah. Um, but yeah, so it opens up with her like in her apartment and she looks out the window and she sees these three like uh, they're not gorgons necessarily, but they do have like the snake hair. Yeah, like, very kind of like similar. a Medusa. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're just they're kind horrifying. Of, yeah, they're, they're <laughs> creepy looking, and they got blood on their lips. Yeah, they're not people you want to see staring at you at, through your window. <laughs> yeah, licking their lips. Like, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's a bad sign. No. Uh, and yeah, she looks out there, and she seems to know like who they are, and she describes this ancient ritual uh, called uh, the Hecatia, um, which is. Like, if someone was in dire need and, like, they had nowhere else to go and they desperately needed help, they would basically, like, you know, fall to their knees and, like, and like beg for, uh, for like, shelter, like, beg for help. Yeah, and it's it like would... humbling themselves to someone. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, no matter where you come from, like, that's when you humble yourself and, like, you, you basically, like, you know... Put yourself in their hands like a tiny bird. Yep. Um, and that, and then like the the image on the on the art that she's showing, like shows like this person just like grabbing at their ankle, like please help me. And uh, it's this ancient ritual that like you're you're like if you have the means, you're not supposed to deny. You're supposed to like help them out, and like you're taking a responsibility like on yourself too to like help them. Yep. And like put them into your care. There's like this ancient like kind of like uh, story behind it that says that there's these three like uh, creatures who will stalk like the person who watches over them, and if they betray their oath, if they betray this tradition, then they get the <laughs> then they get murdered. Then they break their their mic. Uh, pop <laughs> That's <filter>. right. <laughs> their microphones get shattered. <laughs> no. The cruelest law. Yeah, and it's basically the, the the way she puts it. It's it's basically like an ancient ritual, not to test the person being like, uh, you know, putting themselves up, not the person who needs help. Yeah, it's a test for the person who's giving the help. But it's like, yeah, like if you're someone of means and you have the capability to like do it, like you pretty much are bound to do it. Yeah, that that's kind of the idea here. Is like you know, uh, you're you're opening their home for them because like that that this is the person who needs it the most. Yeah, and like you've accepted the this kind of like binding contract. But like the the art that we show this flashback is like uh, in ancient greece where this person like puts himself before someone and like goes into his shelter and then like the person just gets more and more sick of him like eating his food and like staying in his home and then like murders him i think it's supposed to be achilles but i oh, don't really? know I, achilles and someone you might be right it yeah. comes up the names come up later but i don't know for sure um but yeah so then as, as he murders this person who he was supposed to give like safe shelter in his home then the the, the three creatures like come up and like you know start eating him like in the streets like yep. at night um so that kind of sets up like you know for some reason like diana doesn't know but she's being stalked like by, by these creatures she's like i don't know why they're following me like i'm the only one who can see them like yep. they're just standing on the street but everyone just walks by them because they can't see them uh, and then we cut actually to Gotham City. Um, this is actually going to be a part Batman story as well, like we mentioned. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, we're in Gotham City, and it's kind of like this uh, skeezy-looking apartment building. And inside, we see um, this woman fighting these three other guys, and they all have like switchblades. And uh, she actually like overpowers them, and like you know, knees one in the nuts, and then like stabs him in the neck. Yeah, uh, and just goes through and just like kills all three of these people. And like we see like the lightning in the background, and she's like wearing gloves and like you know on the phone with somebody. So it seems like maybe this was like a planned like hit. Yeah, it almost looks like, like a hit job. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, and she's on the phone. Like, the job's done, and then she gets on her motorcycle and speeds off. Yeah, it's a classic hitman motorcycle. Yep, <laughs> she's ready to go. Yeah, uh, and then on her way out, it's like, oh, you did this job in Gotham. So, yeah, uh, Batman kind of flies down with the, the lightning, like cracking behind him, and he's like, "That was your last murder." And oh, the yeah. art here is really good. I like it. Yeah, Dave Jones, he does the shading, right? Or would that be more pencils? Uh, Dave Stewart, you mean? Uh, yeah, Dave Stewart Dave, does Dave, the colors. Yeah, J.G. Jones. The inks yeah. were by, because um, the inks would be like where the shadows and like the deep lines come from usually. Yeah, but even the pencils that would on be, that uh, too. Like, Wade Von uh, Graubadger and then J.G. Jones for the pencils, yeah. Yeah, like the, those two on that combo for the shadows and like the shading and this, uh, like these issues are just insanely good. Right. So yeah, Batman shows up to arrest her, and she cut, she tries to make a getaway on the motorcycle, and Batman like grapples after her, uh, and she makes her way like all the way to the bridge as Batman's kind of like tracking her using his night vision and shit, kind of just keeping an eye on where she's gonna be. And so when he swings in to pick her up off the motorcycle, uh, he's like picking her up and gonna like grapple her in and take her into jail. Uh, but she like she's like, no, I'm not going with you, and slips yep. her way out of her jacket, and then like falls into the river, and Batman's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's like, are you an idiot? No. Yeah, and so Batman just kind of, you just see him, like, looking at the river, like, ugh, I might have fucked that one up. <laughs> yeah, his face is like, I really hope she didn't die. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not totally on him, but he's 50-50. Well, I think he probably knew, because he does end up tracking her down later. Yeah. So, like, he must have been following her the whole time, and, like, yeah, seeing her, like, swimming to shore. Yep. And we get a little bit of what uh, Diana's, like, day life is here. That's mostly going to come up in, like, the run proper that would come after this. Yeah. Um, but you'll see her kind of, like, you know, going into her job. There's always, like, paparazzi waiting for her, like, to try to, like, question her about things. She's like, I got to go to work. Uh, so see ya. <laughs> Good seeing you. Yeah. And uh, I, I do really like her, like, position as, like, the ambassador because I think that's a really, like, fitting position, like, for her to be. And it's a really unique one compared to what other superheroes' day jobs are. Oh, yeah, like, for to, sure. Because, like, like, Aquaman and, like, Black Panther are, like, the kings of their, like, places. That's a one take that we see a lot. But seeing, like, yeah. you know, being the ambassador, being just, like, a kind of day-to-day politician on the side of it, not necessarily being the ruler. Oh, or yeah. even having communication with your homeland in this, yeah. Yeah, because she definitely doesn't have, like, she's not in a position of power, but she can right. still, like, her voice is heard. Exactly, yeah. So she's kind of, like, a, a really good, like, political leader. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a good side gig. Yeah. Uh, but as she goes back to her home later that night, she's uh, just reading, and then this woman shows up at her doorstep, and that's going to be Danielle. She's, like, crawled her way out of the Gotham River and come all the way here to where uh, where Diana works. And it seems like she's read up on, like, Greek traditions and, like, old Greek cultures, which we'll find out later, too, that she has. Yep. Um, and she goes, like, to Diana and, like, recites this, like, ancient ritual of the Hecatea saying, like, you know, I put myself in your supplication. Like, I, I will work for you. Like, I'm at your mercy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Diana's like, well, I mean, I know the tradition, of course. Like, I accept. Like, what else can I do? Yep. Yeah, and then pretty immediately, pretty immediately after that, she's like, oh, well, now I know why those creeps are staring at me through right. my window. <laughs> so now it all makes sense. They knew you would show up. They yep. kind of have like a little bit of premonition oh, yeah. uh, ability. And she immediately puts her to work, too. Danielle's like, wait, I have to work? She's like, yes, of course. <laughs> yeah. You're going to you're gonna be my, my first day. Like, you're going to be my secretary. They're like, we're going to the UN tomorrow. Like, what What the fuck? What? Yeah, she's <laughs> like, uh, don't you want to, like, ask me why I'm, like, in danger or why I need your help? She's yeah. like, ah, uh, maybe not. And to Diana's credit, she's like, no, if you need help, like, 
you're like my home is open to you yeah no diana through this whole thing is like super accepting yeah, and like super non-judgmental open, yeah. she's exactly. like yeah i'm just gonna protect you like i don't care what you did mm-hmm. uh but then the one part that danielle doesn't tell her though is like who she needs protection from yeah it's <laughs> the one thing like she doesn't want her to know yep like oh by the way uh i might your co-worker might be hunt- the one hunting me <laughs> yeah he might have got my jacket and my wallet yeah <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah those things are called the Aaron yes or how did Aranis, you think? Uh, the Arenes, I think. Arene, it's uh, sad. Arenes? Yeah. Arenes, maybe? We're, we're slaughtering it either way. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm very sorry. Uh, but yeah, Wonder Woman, like a boss, just like flies down there onto the street like, hi. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you can see us. What's up, guys? Like, I know you've been staring at me, but let's get everything out in the open. Yeah, like if you, if you want to fight... Let's do yeah, this. I'm, I'm ready to fight. Yeah, we're right here. And they're like, uh, we're like a step above you, like Diana. Like you, you might, uh, like you need to have respect for your position here. And then you yeah. kind of like bring her down. Like and they're all, and they're like, you know, this whole tradition is about humbling, and it's time you were humbled. Yep. And and they tell her like, yeah, we can't do anything to you right now. Like you know, your tools here are powerful. You know, they they talk about like the golden perfect. You know, the lasso that she has. Like these are all powerful artifacts. But <laughs> yeah, I love. There's like a panel where she's talking about it, and then one of the sisters in the background is like chewing on the lasso to like see if she can like dent it. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, it doesn't work ah real gold <laughs> uh and they tell her like yeah sure like may- like maybe you could beat us now but if you betray that oath nothing will stop us like we will devour you like you'll be done yeah and then basically being like yeah we're just getting ready for the show there's uh you're not gonna like the next person who shows up yep. <laughs> like you-, you think you're not uh, enjoying our company yeah right <laughs> like, you're not ready for who's coming yeah uh, and then, like, yeah, the next day, like, and she actually gives uh, Danielle a lot of credit. Like, she's picking up on the job that she's getting, like, really well. Like, she's picking up notes. Like, all of a sudden, she's a politician. Like, you know, she found, like, her calling, kind of. Yeah, I feel like at this point, her anxiety has got to be pretty high. Because she, like, pretty much, we're led to believe, has murdered at least four people. And yeah. now she's, like, in the UN. Right. <laughs> like, being hunted a, by Batman. Yeah, that's a rough spot. Uh, lying to Diana. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's a high stress spot right there. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, l- later that night, Batman shows up on the balcony. It's really cool looking the way she she's describing it like in the narration it's like you know from the first scene this is always going to be a tragedy and then batman shows up yep uh and she's like oh batman good evening <laughs> and he's like i'm not here for good evening <laughs> uh, you're harboring a fugitive princess i'm here to take her back back to gotham and then she's like uh well i mean no you're not doing that <laughs> i mean sorry glad you told me but you're not doing that actually right and he's like don't make me go through you and i, I love it and she just like puts puts her hand on his chest and she's like batman you can't go through me <laughs> yeah like, it's like we all know you can't go through me fuck yes <laughs> and yeah batman's like all right don't all right you're gonna make me do this and he goes back to wind a punch and she just blocks it easily and then just straight up just like bodies him and pushes him straight out the window into the street <laughs> yeah. where everyone can see him just get smacked like boom <laughs> yeah it's a rough yeah, talk about humbling. Batman's like, uh, right. And even it, the even the people in the street are like, oh god. Yeah, and it knocks him down like right into the like the weird sisters or whatever. Yeah, even they're surprised. They're like, whoa, look out! <laughs> <laughs> like, oh shit. Yeah, because Batman can't see them either, so he yeah. doesn't know. He sees them later though. Yeah. Yep. And uh, and because Batman, while he was there, he was like, uh, he could see Danielle in the room, and he was like, "Are you going to tell her what you did? Are you going to tell her? Have you told her anything?" And Danielle's just like, "Ah, I'm not lying. I've told her the whole truth. There's nothing more to tell." (laughs) And then uh, Diana goes back in after you know giving Batman the wallop, and uh, Danielle's like, "Well, I mean, are you going to ask me now? Like, like it's fair if you want to ask me. Like, I should have told you by now." And she's Mm -hmm. like, "I don't need to know. Like, you you can tell me whatever you want. You don't need to tell me." And then she straight up like runs to like the. like the Wonder Woman kind of like hall here, like where it's got like yeah. all the uniforms and all like the uh, memorabilia from like Cassie and Donna and whatnot. And she goes up to the lasso and like puts it around herself. And she's like, ask me anything. I'll mm-hmm. tell you the truth. Yeah, it's pretty cool. 
My favorite thing in Wonder Woman comics, or like one of my favorite things, is when people grab the lasso willingly. They're like, "Use it on me, I'll tell you." Like, <laughs> yeah, this, like this is the ultimate proof. And they're like, and one, and Diana's always like, well, "I guess you're right. I guess that would work." <laughs> it's a really convenient tool. I feel like has she ever like gotten pissed about that? Like, yeah, don't touch the lasso. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because um, I mean, because there's a really uh, it's it's a really easy way to have like uh, a villain like you know team up with diana and be like no i'm telling you the truth like yeah you need to team up with me yeah i'm not actually gonna double cross you like right. I'm, I'm for real but it also makes it so like no villain can ever like lie to diana either. <laughs> yeah She's it's like, a pretty oh, big fail safe oh you want to team up with me do you want to say that under the lasso like oh the lasso again do i have to <laughs> like, i mean this time don't you trust me <laughs> yeah you've just got to trust me <laughs> uh the lasso fuck it yeah. yeah like no this will literally take two seconds <laughs> yeah it's a very very uh convenient tool oh yeah yeah, and she basically says like she uh, she did like do what Batman said. She hunted down these men and like killed them. And she explains why because her sister like came out to the big city and basically like they made her a drug addict and mm-hmm. like you know like just like took her away from any like normal life she would have had out here. Yeah, just and, sold her. Yeah, and like the final line is she says like you know like no, I, they didn't put the the final needle in her, but they put it in the first. Yeah, like, that's all that matters. Like they got went out here and got her hooked and just corrupted her. So yep. I, I went out there and like they took her from me. I was gonna take them. So yeah, and, and then them. the cops found her body and just labeled it up as like an old junkie that just right. died out and like it wasn't anyone's fault but her own. When yep. actually like there were these four men that did it all. Yeah, and 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 she's like, well, the, the cops went out up there and laughed and yeah nothing so yeah I, literally I made jokes yep just basically how it is in real life yeah so this is like kind of like uh if bruce would just step back and look at this like a human like this was her like like you know parents dying in the alley moment yeah like, this was what ra- radicalized her like just like it radicalized bruce and, like, yeah if exactly you would just lean back and like look at things a little more like uh analytically yeah well he probably didn't have the whole story that's what i mean though yeah like he's out here trying to punch Diana. <laughs> like, dude, <laughs> yeah, true. Maybe like back up for a second. Yeah, let's like sit down and talk first, at least. Yeah, that's one uh, one of my complaints about this story. Like, I do like this story a lot. Right? Oh yeah, reading it, but I, I don't know if Greg Rucka's like Batman is is great here. Like, yeah, because Wonder Woman. I like, mean, it he's, does... he's, spo- the, he's put in the antagonist spot, so he really has to be like a, a force of like against Diana. That's the thing. Yeah, because like if you if Bruce was being written like quote unquote correctly here, the story would not have happened at all. It would have no. just been Bruce and Diana, like, talking by the fire until they figured it out. Like, that's what should have probably happened. Yeah, because Bruce would have been like, I know you very well. Like, it would make the most logical sense for me to hear you out. Right. I'm not an <laughs> asshole, actually, yeah. compared to what most people write me as. Right. <laughs> um, so that, that, that's my only complaint about this is if you read this, like, looking for, like, a like a good Batman, you're not necessarily going to get that. It's more of just, you're just getting, like, the I'm Batman kind of Batman. It's it's yeah. heel Batman. Yeah, exactly. He's got to yeah. be the bad guy. In right, this, exactly. Yeah. Um, but all the Wonder Woman parts I like. So, I mean, I think if that, and that's the part that matters. So Oh, for sure. So it's a small complaint. Mm-hmm. I think, honestly, it's more of just like a, hey, like, you know Batman. Like, they could have thrown anyone in, right. in that role. And it's a huge sell, too. Oh, like, yeah. The reason why this book is so popular and hard to find is because it's Diana versus Batman. Like, yeah. stuff like that sells And it's, the, it's, yeah. the, it's like the opening issue or the opening run, too. So, like, yeah. this is what kicks it off. And, like, you, that you cover, go big. Like, people are buying that cover. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, easily. Like, Batman just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, there's a line I really like here where even after learning the truth, Diana does, like, you know, she's human. Like, not technically, but she is, she's yeah. human. She has, like, these, like, you know, she second guesses herself. She's like, you know, like, should I be protecting this person? Like, after everything she's told me. And then she, like, thinks on it again, and she's, like, one question that runs through my head. Like, if it were Donna, if it were Cassie, you mm-hmm. know, that's I, – I don't know if you know who that uh, those people are. Donna is, like, the Teen Titans Wonder Girl. Oh, and, okay. Uh, Cassie is, uh, like, the new Wonder, Wonder Girl. Oh, okay. Um, she's, like, the blonde one. I, she's She comes up later in the run. She's not in this. Gotcha. But we'll, we'll, we'll run into her, I'm sure, as we continue to read more Wonder Woman. 
Uh, Donna probably doesn't show up a lot. She's mainly in like the classic Teen Titans story and like has some confusing origins. But okay, yeah, I didn't know if it was like New Wonder Woman's or if it was like her actual sisters because yeah. like she says my sister, so I wasn't sure it was one of the two. Uh, and then it, as uh, as Wonder Woman's sleeping, like the uh, the Irenes come in and kind of like start to taunt her, like they're coming after, her, and she's like, "You can't do this! Like I'm still protecting her." Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Are you? Like is she even here?" And then she goes in and she's run off. Uh, and so Wonder Woman, like, flies out of the building, like, to go after her, like, trying to find out where Danielle went. Yeah, they do kind of give her a bit of a bro moment. They're like, yeah, look for uh, water and tubes. We'll give you that. <laughs> like, really? You're going to give me water and tubes? Right. That's not a very good riddle. We're trying on the fly here. <laughs> hey, we used all the good riddles. It's not nothing. <laughs> and uh, but Batman catches up with her first. We see, like, the Batmobile pull in. And she's like, let's end this right now. Like, uh, let's get you out of the rain and, and we'll take you in. We'll figure this all out. Like, he seems like a little more open here. Yeah. Like, he knows, like, he's missing part of the story at this point, I mean, point, I getting think. bodied by Wonder Woman. I mean, he's probably like, all right, yeah. I'll, I'll take a little bit off the gas. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe I need to chill out for a second. I just got, whoo. Cooler heads prevail. Yeah, I, I'm seeing stars. <laughs> and uh, and Wonder Woman just, like, flies in and just, like, tackles Batman and takes him down. And, yeah. And, the, the part that I love here is Batman thinks he's like super fucking clever because first of all Diana just comes in and just gives him the business just like one two and then puts the boot on his helmet and she's yeah like, don't get up yeah when the, when I first read this I was like really Bruce I was like you're, you're gonna really resort to that <laughs> yeah and then like after that he's like you know what if she can get the protection so so can I I come to you with nothing yeah like, you're literally a billionaire <laughs> I mean, it was a shot in the dark but yeah. like he took it it's a like, bold move. Yeah, and then she's just like, it doesn't work like that. I deny you, Bruce. He's yeah. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> I really thought by the letter of the law that would have to work. Yeah, she's like, you don't. You think you know a lot about Greek mythology, but you don't know enough. Yeah, he probably like just studied it that night. Yeah, he skimmed he over thinks it. thinks he's the expert. No. Yeah. Like, he was probably like in, they don't show up, but he's probably like in the back cave with Alfred. Like, how can I cheese my way out of this situation? Yeah. <laughs> Now, and the ending here is rough because Batman and Wonder Woman are just fighting over each other. And they're like, well, if neither one of us is going to give up, then I guess we just keep fighting until, like, the stalemate ends. Yep. And then, like, from the top, uh, Danielle yells, like, no, like, I'm, I'm not going to let you guys keep fighting over me. Like, I'm ending this right now. Mm-hmm. And just, like, jumps, like, off the cliff. And, and Wonder Woman, like, goes after her, but it's too late. And, like, her dying words are, like, I release you. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Yeah, it's like, a grim ending. There's one panel that I thought was weird where Batman's like fighting their arenes. Like they don't they don't come back to it, which is the only thing. I yeah, he about. just kind of like gives him a few wallops. And yeah, he's he just like, like punches him twice and then like <laughs> flies back down. Yeah, just looks over the cliff and is like, "Ooh, I tried uh. punching him, Diana. It didn't work. <laughs> thanks, Bruce. Yeah, yeah, really helped. Yeah, th- thanks, Bruce, for showing up. You you really helped this situation a lot. You de-escalated. Things. Yeah, because they literally just end up walking away. They're like, "Well, party's over. See you later." Yeah, and like Bruce clearly is having a like we don't see the moment, but he's clearly sitting there like this is on me. Yeah. Yep. Like, th- literally, this was on him. Like, yeah. he, he, like, pushed her into a rock in a hard place, and then it was over, yeah. Yeah, because, like, because Danielle already felt bad enough about, like, killing these people and then having to, like, have Diana, or, like, Diana, uh, like, take care of her and protect her, and then she's putting her between, like, one of her friends, basically, yeah. and, like, all this bullshit. And then Batman, like, chases her down with the Batmobile and corners yeah. her, yeah, and then, like, they're literally two superheroes of the Justice League are literally, like, fighting to the death. Yeah, this is a big fuss, like, yeah. over shit you did. Yeah, so like like yeah, Batman, if you had just like helped like de-escalate this whole situation from the beginning, that would have right? been a lot smoother. Like compared to some of the crimes and like crazy shit they deal with, this is pretty low scale. Yeah. Like Batman, I th- I think you like this is way too high on your priority um, Ace list. Ace Chemicals is probably on fire right now. Like, <laughs> yeah. go do something else. Yeah, seriously <laughs> though. It's yeah. unreal. So I mean, so it, it's a it's a good I think it's a good comic. So don't it get is. me wrong. No, it's solid. It I like I liked yeah. it a lot. And um, the art is fantastic. Oh yeah, for sure. 
Um, because so, like the conflict is interesting. I, I like where it goes. It's just like it seems like maybe it either like should have been longer, or yeah, yeah. It, it was a, a bit. It was a bit condensed. I it kind of like, seems but... like a little rushed at the end. Oh, like, for sure. Like there could have been more of a story here. Like because then you could have actually had Batman like backing up and like reexamining it. Like okay, like how can we actually help fix the situation? Yeah, because then her? Yeah. yeah, Batman could and Wonder Woman could have worked together to like figure out how to like either trick the Aaron yes or whatever yeah. or like finish the deal or whatever yeah. in a different way that would have been fun like yeah. having Batman and Diana like kind of like team up to out trick like outsmart the ritual yeah that yep. would have been interesting yeah so yeah it did feel a little rushed in that sense but overall like I liked but it but yeah I, I like the conflict of it I like kind of like the struggles that Diana has to go through like him being like no like despite what they did like you know you deserve mercy like you deserve like like more punishment is not going to help anyone here oh yeah yeah like that that's the whole point here for sure and she's like you know you're your most desperate moment like what what am i going to do if i'm not going to help you mm-hmm. so I, I do like that kind of uh, narrative for diana during this story like the, the whole time she's just doing what she can to like help her and like batman just constantly coming in and like <laughs> waving his fucking bat dong everywhere and being right. an asshole yeah just fucking everything up yeah so uh but yeah a pretty good story kicks off the uh the greg rucker run the greg rucker run is very good overall um, I highly recommend everybody keep reading it, uh, just so at least you could meet uh, Ferdinand the Minotaur, who is uh, just amazing. Is that the dude that's in like um, what else was? But was there something with him with Swamp Thing or something? Uh, no, you might be thinking of the Marvel Minotaur. Oh, I am. I'm thinking yeah. of him. So you're and thinking Hulk. of him fighting the Hulk. Yeah, I, I am. Think, yeah. I am. Um, but no, uh, Ferdinand is, is a good boy Minotaur. He's, okay. he's not an evil capitalist. Gotcha. Cool. He, he's a he's a good boy chef. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that is, that's going to be the uh, KTA. That was the story we're covering this week. Um, what we're also going to be doing, uh, again, if it's your first time joining us, we'll always talk about one comic book story and then one adaptation that was uh, based on it. Mm-hmm. So not necessarily based on that story, but same ballpark at least. Yeah. Uh, because the thing we're going to be talking about next is actually going to be something that far predates this story. Um, it's gonna We're going to be talking about the original Wonder Woman TV show, uh, which we watched the pilot of. Uh, and there were multiple pilots in it as well, which is maybe my favorite part of the episode. That we'll get to. <laughs> pilots within a pilot. Yes. Oh, and the pilots really, they, they oh, did yeah, so all, well. All the pilot scenes were the best part. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, were. It was Honestly. Great. Um, but yeah, so this is, I had never watched this show ever. Um, I mean, I've heard things. Um, yeah, I mean, I just seen like, you know, the classic, you know, her spinning around like with the, yeah. the clothes change and everything, like the iconic shots. And like, I knew it was a super pop culture hit, mm-hmm. but I had never seen like an actual episode. Yeah, after reading the first three issues of the original golden age wonder woman uh like marston run like i can very clearly tell what they were going for with this and like where the influences were like even the character who like the blonde woman who's in this like uh her name is, like, the baroness okay she's in issue two of oh, uh, really? wonder woman she's one of the first villains yeah. is she a nazi spy yep okay cool yeah, literally the same origin okay I, as i was reading it, i was like oh shit like they're literally just doing the, the marston run in this show gotcha um so yeah it's actually they did their research they were this was a very close adaptation to the actual one cool I, we honestly Probably, we probably should have read that. Yeah, um, that's interesting. Um, I mean, not that we won't someday. Yeah, like, honestly, the Golden Age stuff, like it's dated. Um, but like this, like the Wonder Woman stuff, kind of holds up. Okay, and we could see like uh, Cheetah like in a costume as the Cheetah. Oh, sick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so who knows? Maybe we'll get to it. I haven't fully decided what we'll read uh, for these four weeks, but okay. there's certainly room. We'll we'll decide. Oh yeah, because uh, I think we were gonna do Rucka for m- some of it. Maybe not even most of it. it we're at least gonna go back to Rucka for year one, I think. But we'll see. We'll see what our options are. And if you have requests, leave them on Twitter. For oh what yeah, we should read. We'll we'll always listen to those. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, so it's cool how in the show they took those influences from that. I thought that was neat. Like her being a nurse and her being uh like the secretary outfit. Yeah, and like the whole origin of like the Baroness. That's all straight from those issues. Yeah, because that. It gets very Superman-y where she just ties her hair back and puts on glasses and yeah. all of a sudden she's completely unrecognizable. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, it starts out. Uh, the only thing in this first episode that was a little bit hard to get through at first was like takes a while for you to get to the Wonder Woman stuff. Yeah, it's There's a lot a, of build up. A really long opening with like this, like two Nazis like talking about their plans to bomb like a factory in New York. Well, before that, we get our amazing seventies uh, like show opening. Like oh, I kind of like roll. that. Yeah, the it, the war is raging. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, the theme song and everything. Oh, the theme the, song. The theme song is an absolute banger. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> Wonder Woman. Yeah, it's very. It's very 70s in the best oh, way it's possible. it's great. It's a banger. Yeah, no, it's awesome. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a classic. Yeah, it's, it's really good. Um, but yeah, the, these two Nazis, like, we need to... And it's like, one part I thought was funny is like, you know, speak English. There could be spies around. <laughs> Which is the opposite. Wouldn't that be better for the spies? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, the spies are probably, like, just learning German to yeah. be a spy. <laughs> like, you can be fluent as possible, but, like, you're still not 100%. <laughs> Let's speak English because we're both English. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so their plan is to, like, bomb this factory in New York, which is going to be, like, the setup. Yep. And then we cut to, like, Washington, D.C., where, like, Steve, Trevor, and, like, the, the higher-ups get word that they're going to bomb this factory. Yeah, but- it's almost, like, a very similar ending to the most recent Wonder Woman movie. Yeah. The first Gal Gadot one. Yep. Yeah, so they we're probably basing it on some similar things as well. Oh, yeah. Um, But it's just a little bit boring as you're listening to just two different military briefings. I'm like... <laughs> Literally back to back. And it's, <laughs> back to back. It's like 10 minutes each. I'm like, where's Wonder Woman? I'm getting sleepy here. <laughs> and then finally we get to Themyscira. Oh, but... It, damn, oh, no, before... Oh, no, wait, before I'm, that, I'm getting way ahead scene. of myself. Oh, don't, don't skip over the best oh, scene. Best scene of the show. Because <laughs> uh, Steve Trevor, this is his hero moment. He's going to get in the plane himself and go to shoot down this Nazi plane. Yeah, literally mano y mano. Yep. Like 1v1 dogfight in like midair with pilot versus pilot. And it's just Nazi versus American. Yep. <laughs> like it keeps cutting to like a, a point of view shot of their face. And like the guy playing the German pilot is a ridiculous actor. I don't know who directed that, but he must have just told that dude to ham it up. Just like all the Nazis, faces. all the Nazis in the show are just ham artists. It's hilarious. Like the faces he makes as he's dogfighting this guy are just like, well. <laughs> and uh, this entire scene is just shots of them sitting in a studio, like pilot's cockpit and like shaking and then just you can't tell who's fighting who yeah or what's and then happening. just raw cut footage of like world war ii like planes flying in the sky and it's- then for some reason and this must be a part of like how pilots are trained to dogfight. Oh, yeah. You, when you're in a dogfight and you know things are getting tense, yep. what both pilots are trained to do is fly directly at each other and play a game of chicken yes. to see who's going to fly away first. And then, of course, if you're two ace pilots, you're just going to crash into each oh, other. Oh, you just crash. What else would you do? I mean, both of you just stared each other down. You're like, this is how we go. Yup. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> then the greatest part is it shows this, the shot of the two planes colliding with a giant explosion and not a half second later, it's an exact cut of those two in the exact same position where the planes just crash parachuting right next to each other. <laughs> it is so fucking it's hilarious. Like, boom, two parachutes. Instead. It is the most jarring cut I've ever seen. <laughs> They're parachuting down at the exact same speed, like maybe five feet away from yep. each other. Just going down and literally they just give a thumbs up to each other. <laughs> They're just like, oh, hey, look at us. Look at us, huh? Who would have thought? <laughs> yep. And then they start wrestling to like get their pistols out of their jackets. And the Nazi just shoots Steve Trevor three times in the chest. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not gonna lie, it was kind of hilarious. Oh, we him we busted out get laughing. Shot once and then just be like fucking limp, <laughs> floating down into the island. Oh you man! You see this ragdoll just floating down, like woo. No, I was like close to tears. This scene was the funniest thing I've the most ever seen. Ridiculous thing to just see two people dog fighting and then for no reason decide to collide <laughs> head on into each other, and then they're both fine. <laughs> 
and then they both give each other a thumbs up and then shoot each other and then just float dead body floats down oh my god oh and then the best part the nazi lands in the water oh yeah and a bunch of sharks (laughs) sharks are in the water and they fucking run drag him down like jesus christ it is just a fucking slapstick turn of events one after the other oh my god I went from being, like, so bored to being like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Uh, it is literally just 20 minutes of dry dialogue and then followed by the most comedic, like, five minutes you'll ever see in your life. Oh, my God. It is so worth watching. Yeah. After that, it gets a little more normal. Uh, oh, yeah. Because, like, they cut to Themyscira, and it's kind of how I, I... Honestly, not bad. It's basically just them. It's, like, very Greek, like, Roman architecture looking, and they're all just, like, walking around in pajamas. Yeah, it's, like, Greek, like, it, shawl pajamas. Yeah, it's know. a little, like, less cool than them having, like, cool-ass armor and yeah. shit, but, like, yeah, it's just... Well, it's uh, kind of, like, stuff you'd see, like, people wearing around, like, Athens or something, you know? It yeah. It kind of reminds me of that. It like, just looks... Ca- it's casual wear. It like, looked very... It's not war It looked wear. very pajama meat, yeah, like, to me, but, like, yeah, it's... It looked like they were all about to hit the hay. <laughs> yeah, it was, like, a big slumber party. <laughs> well, I guess we're all getting sleepy, right? <laughs> so I'll go to bed. <laughs> I've seen that video. <laughs> Doing some research for the podcast. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll research. Uh, but, yeah, so Steve Trevor lands on the beach and, like, we need to rescue him. Like, this part is all very familiar. Oh, yeah. And then Hippolyta is is there and she's, like, you know, playing her harp. She's very dramatic in, in this uh, edition of her. Yeah, it's an interesting take. Yeah, she's just, like, a very dramatic mom. Uh, and and she's like, well, all, all the women are going to be dying to escort Mr. Trevor back to the States. Because like, she's basically just like, everyone's so fucking horny, they, they can't decide. <laughs> yeah, there's literally a scene of Linda Carter or Wonder Woman talking to uh, her. And she's like, like, uh, yeah, like being around like that man is, is giving me these feelings I never had before. And it's just like, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> like, so, yeah, they literally have an Olympic game style tournament to decide who gets to like escort him back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, they drop it at the last second, like, oh, and if you leave, you can't come back, but you yeah. get a bunch of magic abilities. Like, whoa, maybe lead with that. We would have all <laughs> been competing for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a way better prize. Yeah, like, oh, wait, I get to escort him? I, maybe I'd, I have to compete in the Olympics to do that? How about, no. <laughs> yeah. And then it's followed by about a 10-minute scene of just montage and, like, sports. That was hard like, to watch. Like, replay music just with, yeah. like, random shot putting and, like, just well, slow-motion like slow motion shot of a bunch of people doing, like, track jumps <laughs> or hurdles. And, like, as it's just a slow motion like shot of that for like 10 minutes as we like get like a fade in of other like olympic activities like this one sh- throws a shot put this one throws a javelin yeah oh yeah and wonder woman was barred from competing but then obviously she went undercover with a blonde wig and won. right <laughs> yeah and, like, she ends up winning oh like, no the final event is the bracer bullet deflect which yeah they have guns. a lot of questions yeah where did they get the guns from <laughs> yeah she just pulls out a six shooter and it's like this is normal because everything else is strange to them. They're like, Nazis? Yeah, they don't know what Nazis... United States? Who are these people? Yeah, like, is that where the my friend Smith & Wesson who made this gun <laughs> Of course we from? get their guns. <laughs> yeah, right. No, if there's any, like, connection they had, it was definitely with the military-industrial complex. <laughs> right, did, did one box of just pistols float up on the shore one day? <laughs> I mean, maybe there was a crash or something. And they're like, this is perfect for our bracer competition. Actually, you know what? I'm allowing that, because, like, it's, uh, it's supposed to be, like, Bermuda Triangle area. Sure. So, like, if... I mean, a military plane could have yeah. gone. Down. A big plane full of guns flying yeah. by, like poof. I'll roll with that. Sure. Like we also have some missiles in the back. Can't wait to try those out in the missile challenge. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's next up. Pew. 
<laughs> yeah, how does how do they just not have a stock like a cache <laughs> of weapons? Uh, and then her blocking the bullets is kind of cheesy because the way they edit it, the they, cuts are so the, bad because the effect is good. Yeah, it is. That's the thing. The way they shoot it is good, but the editing is like the way they cut it. It's just like I don't know if it's a, a date thing if they just didn't know how to cut action on TV very well yet or what the problem is. Honestly, there, it seemed like they they made it they cut it as if they were actually shooting her like they were actually using some kind of projectile right but like i don't keep acting and do another one right yeah like they had to do it set it up again do it and like it was just a weird that couldn't have been what it is though there's no way so hard to do it would have had to just be like weird fireworks on her yeah, uh, on, on the bracelets right yeah that's my only assumption yeah Yeah, like no one was shooting things at her (laughs) (laughs) yeah Especially Linda, later on in the show. Linda Card is like, every day on set was a nightmare. I almost died. <laughs> they every wanted day to was, shoot me in every take. Every take was a, sh- a fight for my life. <laughs> so yeah, Wonder Woman uh, escorts uh, Steve Trevor to the States. The Invisible Jet makes an appearance as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, doesn't look great, but doesn't look the worst. Yeah, I've seen worse. Yeah, it looks it looks good when it's in the clouds, but when they're going over a backdrop of like land oh yeah it, that's when it looks really bad <laughs> that's when you can tell but when you just stick to the clouds then you got like a very kind of like pulp fiction kind of backdroppy kind of looking effect oh yeah of, like an old school movie that oh i don't sure. mind yeah. yeah for sure um because that that at least like it doesn't look good but it, re- it reminds me of cinema like it, it looks very movie yeah like, i'm def- fine with it definitely um so yeah the, the invisible jet lands and she goes to bring steve trevor back um yeah she just runs in like full outfit carrying steve trevor and just runs into a hospital and is like this man needs help and everyone's just like who the hell are you yeah <laughs> she's just like uh i'm a nurse yeah and then literally like some sideshow carnival guy is like i'll pay you a thousand dollars to for me to shoot bullets at you and you block them with your braces yeah she immediately just beca- well it's because she stops a bank rod right. yeah, like, exactly, yeah she yeah. stops a bank heist and then this dude is like a bystander in his car but then ends up being a secret nazi yeah <laughs> and so uh this kind of reminded me of the the creep uh, show the, yeah the, or not uh, Tales from the oh, Crypt. Oh, yeah, Tales from the yeah. Crypt, yeah. That we covered, because this came up where, like, there was a Tales from the Crypt episode that we covered uh, back on Halloween. Go back yeah. and listen to our Halloween October. episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, back when we read those uh, old Tales from the Crypt. Uh, we actually, that was uh, another comic that we read that was back from the 40s. So oh, we, yeah. We have yeah, actually. Yeah, we've done a lot of old we ones can go this back year. there sometime, yeah. yeah. We have the precedent now. <laughs> but, yeah, it happened where this guy who, like, uh, he had nine lives because he had a cat brain put in him. <laughs> Don't yeah. question it too much. Well, yeah. we explain it in that episode. Otherwise, oh, yeah. for now, you just have to roll with it. It's a cliffhanger. Because, you know, when you get a cat brain, you get nine lives. Oh, yeah. Yeah, accepted it's science yeah, exactly um so he he can die a bunch of times so they keep paying these people to go up like at, at a carnival and murder him yeah and it even happens in this where diana's like i can block the bullets if anyone wants to shoot at me this is your time and everyone's yeah. like, i want to shoot at you yeah i want to shoot too like who are these fucking crazy people yeah and in the end uh this one woman episode we also have another maniacal grandma yeah that another murderous it. grandma who just loves cold-blooded murder yeah and she pulls a tommy gun out of her bag she's like yeah. okay i brought a gun from home because that's what reminded me of the tales from the crypt thing we watched because in the tales from the crypt one this that this like old like sweet old grandma comes up she's like <laughs> oh can i kill the man <laughs> yeah. and the family's like oh grandma always wanting to murder <laughs> it's like, and then like as he's getting killed the grandma's like yes yay <laughs> hooray yeah and it's even funnier in this because she unloads the tommy gun on her <laughs> and she blocks it and the old woman gets so upset that she's alive yeah the, the <laughs> smile goes off of her face like i thought i was gonna murder someone today <laughs> i'm so upset she's not dead but this one actually this twist does make a little more sense yep excuse me uh this twist does make a little more sense because uh they actually actually find out later that the person who was hiring her was actually a nazi yeah and the the grandma who came up with the tommy gun 
also a Nazi. Yeah, this show is this episode is littered with like secret undercover Nazis yeah. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> um. So so yeah. So they they uh, Wonder Woman's like I- I'm not going to do this anymore because this is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm doing. This is insane. Yep. You're paying me to shoot bullets at me. So no. <laughs> yeah. So and, then the guy's like, okay, uh, that's cool. Like, no no hard feelings. And then he immediately pulls a gun on her. And she's like, are you an idiot? <laughs> yeah. He, and he pulls, like, he pulls a gun on her. He doesn't go to shoot her. He's like, I got you now. Yeah. <laughs> that's not going to, no, bam. Dude, you literally just hired her to deflect bullets. You know she's a superhero. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Oh, man. Um... And then, yeah, we find out that the secretary who was working for Steve Trevor, also a Nazi. Yep. So all three of these people are working together. Yeah. And they capture Steve Trevor and, like, give him, like, a truth serum. Yeah. Which, I'll roll with it. Yeah. It, it, the scene is ridiculous because the dude just play, plays it like he's drunk. And it, it is hilarious. <laughs> it's like, Hello? <laughs> it's what? like, oh, the secret codes? Truth serum? It's uh, my safe list. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. Diana, like, catches uh, the Baroness, like, trying to steal files, like, at the office. Yeah. Like, you know, doing her Nazi Yeah, for the locations stuff. of the bomb like right. facility or whatever and then, like diana corners her at the office and she's like i i caught you i knew you were a spy yeah. <laughs> and then she's like are you sure you want to do this diana and what does she say she's no, like, she pulls out a gun yeah. and diana's like like you of all people know like that's not gonna work and she's like that's fine because i also am a master in judo and like just like starts doing like fake karate yeah, on her the line she has is like i was number one in, in judo in nuremberg in nuremberg I'm like, number <laughs> yeah. one in judo in Nuremberg? Yeah, she, she said she's the... the that's Nuremberg, not as impressive as you think it sounds. <laughs> yeah, the Nuremberg judo champion. Like, like th- that's not a thing. Okay. <laughs> like, who else did you beat? <laughs> yeah. yeah, so she, like, goes up to her, like... I can take and then proceeds to not do anything like judo. Yeah, she ends up uh, she pulling. Was, she looks like she was trained by like Stone Cold. <laughs> she straight up ends up pulling a chandelier down, trying to swing from it, and then the momentum of it pulls her back th- and pushes her through a stone like door yeah. or not a, a glass door. Yeah, yeah. stone. And she yeah. keeps spending the whole fight just like smashing her with chairs. Like it looks like she was trained oh, yeah. by WWE, not by <laughs> judo. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, just a giant wrestling match where she's hitting her with chairs and like desks. <laughs> it's insane. so many chairs it's crazy yeah and then so yeah she gets taken down um but like again it's i think it's kind of a cool reference going back at it now that i know that this is all like a replaying of the yeah. early issues of golden age wonder woman that's kind of neat yeah for sure uh and so, and wonder woman going against nazis that's kind of cool too I, yeah I, that's a g- good early villain yeah because it wraps up then she wraps the lasso around Marsha. then she tells him that that uh, the main nazi dudes like flying with the bomb to so try then, to retry the drop so, yeah. so then we get a pretty funny scene of her flying up next to this dude in the invisible plane oh, yeah <laughs> and then literally just lands the plane on top of his and then just drops into his plane which <laughs> yeah. i mean i'll roll with it yeah sure and then yeah just one punches the fucking nazi pilot and then just takes the, the plane back to base yeah. and saves the day yeah overall not too bad yeah no it was it's enjoyable started out pretty slow but yeah very it picked up very early slow burn but man does it kick my off my favorite dog site dog fight scene of all time oh man that is legendary <laughs> that, that was just a treat everyone needs to see that scene like yes. just that if you don't watch the whole thing just watch that scene uh, even when we go back and watch the gal gadot wonder woman movie i'm gonna headcanon that's that's how steve trevor got to the island oh yeah that's always my head cannon, though. <laughs> is, is, is that a legendary dog fight you can't take that away from oh, me. yeah, that's canon now <laughs> the only thing i can do is fly headfirst into him and explode i know i'll be fine <laughs> 
So there's no sacrifice. <laughs> yeah. So then uh, the last scene, Steve Trevor's walking like through the halls with the other military dude, and he's just like, if there's anything I've learned from this, I'm not gonna hire a hot secretary now. And then like, he hires, and, and then he hires Linda Carter in glasses and a hair tied back. <laughs> First of all, well, that's the lesson you take from this, <laughs> right? Second so of all, lesson. you're already failing. You just hired a smoking hot secretary. <laughs> yeah. Seriously though, <laughs> like that's Steve Trevor's takeaway. Like, I need to stop hiring sexy women. Like, no, dude, maybe just fucking pay attention when you hire a nazi yeah maybe don't hire nazis <laughs> that one's on you bud <laughs> yeah that's 100 percent on you <laughs> you know the steve trevor in this definitely is a lot more like leave something to be he's desired. a lot more airheaded than uh chris pine yeah he's he's no chris pine let that, that be clear but yeah who like, is? i'm pretty sure in this entire episode steve trevor really didn't do anything except crash his plane into another dude's plane no and almost drunkenly like get you new york blown up yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And also hired, and because he hired a bunch yeah, of Nazis, <laughs> pretty much kicked off the whole shenanigan. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, um, but yeah, that'll bring us to our, our Wonder Woman coverage. We're actually going to be watching another episode of this show uh, next week. I, I haven't decided exactly what episode we're going to do. Okay, but I think I might know because there's an episode I watched uh, ahead of a couple ones. Because the title made me think that maybe Giganta was going to be in yeah. it, which I thought would be cool. But Gi- it's not. Giganta's a classic Wonder Woman villain. She just can like, grow really tall. She's like, mm-hmm. it's Wonder Woman knocking I've, down I've giants. Seen, I've seen shots of it. Yeah. Um, and so I thought that's what it was going to be. And then I reread the title. And I was like, wait, that doesn't say Giganta. It says Wonder Woman versus Gargantua. And when yeah. I watched it, I was like, oh, that's not Giganta. <laughs> I need to see what that is. You... No. Okay. Well, that's what we're going to watch next week. So if you want right. to find out what Gargantua is, you're going to have to uh, check back in Tune next in. Monday. Uh, we're going to be uh, doing, uh, I should say what we're reading yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. We're going to be reading, this one's going to be one of the more recent comics we've covered, actually. This is going to be uh, Steve Orlando's recent run on Wonder Woman. Okay. Uh, it was a five-issue arc story, uh, five issue story starting at Wonder Woman number 55, if you're starting at Rebirth. Uh, so if you want to find it there, I don't remember the name of the arc off the top of my head. But that's where we're going to be picking up. It was Is that of, on DC? Yes, okay. on DC Universe. Uh, it was basically Steve Orlando jumping in in between two writers' runs just to do like a fill-in story. But from what I've heard, it, it's it's pretty good. Like he, he actually jumped in and people wanted him to stick around on the book. But then he left DC and did his own indie thing. So, okay. I mean, good for him. Okay. But uh, that's what we're going to be reading next week. So we're going to be doing some more recent Wonder Woman, uh, some Steve Orlando stuff. And then we're going to be watching Gargantua to find out what the hell that can be. <laughs> so yeah. join us next week. Wonder Woman. See you later.